Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Radio 929 the game. 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. This Sunday, October 16th, we say to you, God morning Georgia morning and a good morning to you fine folks in wait for it Clark Stun. <laughs> you uh, had to make sure that dude it, it, I'm, I'm telling you the paperwork that is has would have been wrong on a number of things that I have done because I mean I'm talking about official stuff I'm talking about government stuff yeah where, where people have inserted a T in my name yeah oh I, I could have me an alias yeah yeah now you know in Clarkston High School do you know what their their, their mascot is or their nickname you know. Um, what their mascot yeah, is? They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're the fighting mac and cheese. Oh, because it's Clarkson. That's what I'm saying. The the, the, the the angoras. Oh, like the sweater. Well, like the animal. Oh, that too. Well, that's where you get the. That's where you, that's where, I guess it's got to come from someplace, right? Well, I hope they had a wonderful season. How was their season? <laughs> <laughs> you bringing them up? I mean, well, how was their season? They're still playing. It's, it's oh, they still playing. Yeah, yeah, high school's not done. I thought maybe. Oh, okay. How was their basketball no, season last dude, season? Yeah, I remember how their basketball season was. Their football season, they're moving along. Let man. me ask you this. Let me rephrase it. Put it this way: Are they considered a powerhouse in their division, or how would you how would you rank this program overall? Oh, no, the powerhouse in that school is basketball and soccer. Okay, they're their basketball and soccer school. All right, man. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to know. Well, well, I'm hoping you folks in Clark Stun yeah. are having a wonderful weekend, a wonderful fall so far. I need to know somebody in that town, don't you think? You, you should. Think I, sh- I should know somebody. You might be getting mail delivered over there. Well, at you know, greg.clarkson at odyssey.com. I like to know some of the fine people at <laughs> Clarkson. At least they want to know me. There's folks about, I want to know you. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with you. How come your mail keeps coming to my house? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I told you that story about how my agent, my current agent, literally moved into the apartment I used to live in. When she, moved to, when she first moved to Atlanta, she wasn't who she was. Then she was just working her way up, but she literally moved into my the apartment I had. Wow! And then I went to an agency to 
um, you know, check on some stuff. And I walked in and everybody, hey, Greg, how you doing? And she from the back of the room, so are you Greg Clarkson? Yeah. Well, I'm so, you know, Sarah Carpenter and I got your mail. Wow. That was crazy. Yeah, you don't, you don't expect to hear that. I do not expect to hear that. She literally moved. It was one of my best. Oh, man. It was, a play, it was on Claremont. The, the torch ran right by my old apartment. Okay. Came right down. Came right down, Claremont. Okay. Yeah, man. Anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, ninety-two nine the game, ninety-two nine the game dot com. Off the top, we're going to jump into what's been going on sports wise. Remember, we have only got two hours with you right now. We're not complaining about it. We're going to just jam a whole lot of fun, getting you started for a full day of sports, full day of football here. So between me, Sam, and Eric, and the guests that we have, we got we got Terrell Thomas who's going to be joining us here before the end of this hour. Hawks about to get going. Yeah, they are, man. And the stories surrounding the NBA, and then we got Corey McCartney going to put a wrap on. On, well, at least the Braves season, and we're going to invite Cause, you cause too. Now, because now the off season start gets yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead, tell the folks what we're going to do now. Well, so we got we, we're going to we're going to open up. The, well, we always open it up to you. If you got something to say, you know, you can always call us 404-741-0929. But especially today, and I'm going to be hammering this point home, Sam and I, throughout the show. If you want to vent, if you want to get stuff off your, you know, out of your system, today's the day. I'm going to make a prediction, though, Sam. What's that? I'm going to say that people aren't nearly as upset as you would think they might be. And I, I have my reasons for it. One is, you you know, the luster is still sort of bright and shiny on last year's World Series rings. So it's not like we haven't had a taste of it. Two, what you are seeing if you're paying attention to baseball is an organization that is putting its core together, that's making a run like we're seeing sort of like in Houston. These guys, what, six Six straight divisional championships. Yep. They've been there. They have a core of people. Say what you will about them, and 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 Lord knows we have. But they they've got some players there, right? Yeah. And I think this is what we're seeing. And it's not just like we hope that they're doing it. We're watching it. We're watching Anthopolis throw money at Schreider and Harris and all this young talent. So I'm feeling good about moving forward. And again, if this was a couple three two losses. I would be a lot more anxious up, but we came up against a team that was just better than us. Yeah, they yep. just were better, and at sometimes you got to just tip your cap and and and, and take a seat. Yeah, and so that's that's my approach. How about yourself? I mean, that's the thing, and I guess we feel we do feel a certain way because these guys are in our division, and we know them, and we we beat them all season. And <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean, really? Yeah, and they were and the third best in that division the too. Third that's best in the division. <laughs> And uh, you know, but it's just you get just like Brian Snicker said, you get hot at the right time. So that's right. you know, that's that's that, that's kind of kind of the way you you feel about it. I had a chance to go out to Game Two and and be there and wait out the rain for it. And we'll get into that in the next segment. We're going to talk yeah. more 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 about baseball and and what we're going to see going forward. But some new faces, some new faces. What we yeah have to go through. We will we will get into that. Also, uh, has anybody? I don't know, Eric. Maybe you, Sam. Have you checked the temperature in hell? Is it actually you know? 32 degrees because Alabama lost. <laughs> and we checked the temperature down there because you didn't think it ever happened. You but think so? No, that was no, beautiful. You would think it would never happen. I didn't think it would never happen. Well, but, I knew it was happening, but, but it's nice when it did, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's Tennessee. Uh, yeah. As someone who grew up not going to that game but having it around me, growing up in Birmingham, the, on that Saturday when that game would be played at Legion Field, it was simply huge, uh, Alabama against Tennessee. And uh, to know that for 15 years, Alabama just dominated the series. It was a given that Alabama was going to win yep. every year. And uh, Tennessee, does this mean, it, it, to me, it makes the SEC better 
when Tennessee is good. It, it makes the conference better. Uh, and so it's one of those brands, and uh, they've just been down for a long time. And, yeah, they have. And well, to say that they're back for good, but it was great. You saw two great, talented quarterbacks putting on a display yesterday. But I tell you what you did see that lets me know this is not a national championship Alabama team, regardless of what they may do going forward, the penalties. The, yeah. the penalties, man. And, and that's something that eats away at Nick Saban. because yeah, that, You know, he hates penalties, and they just kept happening. It over and over and over again, self-inflicted pre- pre-snap penalties. I mean, that's 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 he he can't stand that. Um, so uh, th- that's the thing that tells me that this Alabama team, you know, they're a great team, they're very talented. Uh, got a quarterback that I would love to see in a Falcons uniform next year, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I would. You know, yeah. um, we got to lose some more games to get that. Um, but you know, that's that's what I would think about this team, but. Here's Tennessee, and here's the thing. Even if Tennessee now, because of this win over Alabama, if they should lose to Georgia, which they, they put Georgia on notice. Yeah, they did. But should they lose to Georgia. They're still sitting pretty. Georgia, Georgia and Alabama get to the SEC championship game. Alabama wins the championship game. Does Tennessee still get to be one of the four teams in the playoffs? They, that was a scenario that kept coming up yesterday in the, in, in the pregame. And, and if Tennessee wins this game – and and this this and this happened. They're still going to be part of the playoff. That was the conversation. Well, I think a lot of people think and, will the SEC get three teams in, and I, I don't know if SEC get three teams in, but would t- does Tennessee get that spot if Georgia ain't there? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. The, the funny part about all of this is there's a dude sitting back there waiting to play nine uh, eighteen holes today who's just kind of smiling. You know who had a good day yesterday? Who's that? A really good day, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> Lane Kiffin had a real good day yesterday. Yeah, Not yeah. only did he get a chance to comment about his former program going up against, you know, the, the Darth Vader and the boys over there, you know, across the state in Alabama, meaning Tennessee, he was like, "Go Vols!" They had him on a pregame. Yeah, he was. They were. He was like, "Hey, listen, man, Lane, if, if you if these guys win this, I guess all is forgiven with you." He goes, "All right, then, go <laughs> go Vols." Considering right? the last time we went to Knoxville, they were throwing stuff out of the stands at him. Exactly. <laughs> but not only not only did the he you know Tennessee win, and and he puffed his chest out on that, but Ole Miss is sitting there at six and zero. Yep, it's gonna like nobody. And, and they kind of you know what I'm saying. And they so, kind of kind of flying below the radar exactly. a little bit. And a lot of people saying you know they're right there. They're what I thought Arkansas would be this year in the SEC. I really thought Arkansas was going to be that team that just flew there with all the hype with Alabama and Texas A&M, you know, and then people are going to say you're going to kind of ignore those guys. And Arkansas it is good, but they're not that Ole Miss has turned out to be that team. Uh, they, they really have. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, Clemson escaped last night. Well, yeah. you, know, you know what? Florida State kind of gift-wrapped it to them. I was watching that game, and Florida State was playing well with them, and then they turned the ball over, give up a touchdown before halftime, and I like, ball game. You know, I right. mean, Dabo and the crew go down and they get that win. But what's coming up next? Talk about who's still undefeated that Clemson plays next week. Syracuse. Mm. Syracuse is still undefeated. And uh, this, this is the best they've been since they've joined the ACC. They really have. They've been strictly – they've been basketball. But but not but, but football is amazing. They uh, they rush the field. 
there, and they still call it the Carrier Dome. I think they do. They do, and, they, and for a while, they didn't have air conditioning. Go figure. Not, <laughs> yeah. not only that, and this game you're talking about next week is going to be it's going to be the Sunkiss Bowl or something. It will be. It's, it's going to be so much orange, it's going to drive you crazy. It's going to look worse <laughs> than that Bears game from the other night. Oh, oh. That's who I thought they looked like. Oh, they looked like Syracuse. They looked like Syracuse. That yeah. to me. That they was didn't just, play like Syracuse. Though. I know it's a money grab, and you're going to throw that money. You're going to throw them uniforms out there for I'm folks glad, to glad buy. I'm saying it, man. I, it I, is. Don't get me on Thursday night in NFL. Can we? Can we, can we just skip? <laughs> yeah, that? Just move on. I'm just saying. Just that's move, me. Move on, move on. Not a fan of that. You know, not, not a fan of it at all. Not a fan. Of it. Southern, <laughs> Southern Cal lost last night, too. Yeah. Utah got them 43-42. And, um, you know, so just watching the national, you know, scope of, of, of the college football. And we'll get into what some of our hometown folks are doing and some conference changes that uh, some uh, a team from the area is getting ready to do. We'll talk about that a little later on. But uh, just a fun day watching college football because, you know, once things went – South with the Braves. I went outside and did leaves. <laughs> no, man, it's too I, early. No, I went out and did leaves. I didn't want to sit in there and okay, watch it. Okay, I, I got wanna, you. I got you. After I the fifth you. inning, I put, nice... my, I put my headphones on and I went outside and I did leave. <laughs> I said, I can't stand to watch this. <laughs> I was th- I was thinking about doing it, but I got me a system, you know, throughout this uh, throughout this season with the leaves. I'm, a, I'm not messing with it, but two times. And I've done the first batch, and I let it accumulate a little bit more, and I can blow it off to the side, and then I just chop up and blow them into the – yeah. The neighbors. But, yeah, you can't get – because otherwise you'll be out there all day. We're not expecting rain for a couple, three days. So yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll dry them leaves up a little bit there. But, anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. I can talk about your home folks, man. 92.9 The Game, uh, dot com, And that would be – which home folks the are you talking The Fighting Illini. They six and one. Yeah, I know. They rediscovered know. football at Illinois. Them dudes ain't been relevant and don't know when. Well, I know they wasn't when Lovey was down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, get me started on him. You don't. You don't want to talk Thursday night. I don't want to. Talk. You want to talk about Lovey Smith? No, man, I don't. I was got into a beef this week about we were talking about the World Series. I mean the uh, the playoffs, and and somebody brought up the uh, attributes of Dusty Baker. I said, don't get me started on that man. Yeah. I said, I want him in my foursome. I want him at my table Thanksgiving. I want to hang out with him and hear all the great stories. As a man, I probably have a hard time finding two, three people I'd rather won't be around. As far as my favorite team, I don't want him nowhere near there, and the, especially the pitching staff. Now, say what you will about what he's done in Houston, and he came in and picked the stuff up after they had been just yeah. ripped apart by the baseball world for what they did. And yep. he came in there and was like, hey, listen, that wasn't on my watch. Took over for A.J. Hinch and, and has done what he's done. But, yeah, Dusty, uh, you know. I, I really got no problem with him when he's not playing the Braves. Last year was kind of a conflict. I know you that, had a conflict that, well, too. That, that, that was stuff. That was a lot of conflict, and uh, and obviously the memory of, of Hank Aaron uh, also mm-hmm. made last year's World Series, uh, you know, just just, just really eventful and, and difficult for, for for a lot of folks because you want to see him win, but you know the Braves Braves were there last year. I think people want to see the Braves get there, but we got some fresh faces. And we're going to talk about that coming up next. Yeah, speaking of Braves, we're going to be talking more about that. And once again, just letting you know that we are here for you. If you want to vent, if you have things you need to, to get off your chest having to do with this Braves team and the season that they've had and who's remaining, 404-741-0929. Be nice to Eric when he picks up the phone. Okay, he ain't had nothing to do with it. <laughs> coming up again, we're going to switch gears and talk a little Major League Baseball. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on that Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on the 16th day of October. It's a Sunday morning. Hey, um, before we get into this baseball talk, Sam, I want to do, um, and again, I want to thank everybody for letting us be a part of your your Sunday morning. Um, again, sh- a little shorter show, but we're jamming a lot of stuff in here. And actually, I forgot to mention this last segment. Okay. You would agree that if you're going to have a tribute to somebody or an organization and you're playing a game for them, the objective is, or at least the main one is, to go out and win that game, right? Uh, usually. Yeah. I mean, but you want to make the, the make sure that the honor and everything is, is done well. Well, the, the honor was there, but the, the boys didn't win that. I had Eric bring us back with American Girl by Tom Petty. Did you know it was Tom Petty Day yesterday at the Florida yeah, down LSU in Florida, game? Down in Florida. Man from Gainesville. He'd been gone five years. Tom Petty, we lost him in 2017. But a proud Floridian. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest rock stars. This this dude is, you know, and I've, I've mentioned this before. He's kind of like the Jimmy Johnson of of rock stars, American musicians. Why do you say that? Because you think of others first before you remember. This dude had a, a, a career that people would eat through tree bark to have from his time. Not just, you know, when he wasn't with the Heartbreakers, but Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are part of the music fabric of this country. You cannot tell the history of rock and roll or American music, period. I don't care what genre it is without mentioning Tom Petty. You have to. And yet he was this kind of like, oh, yeah, forgot about him, kind of rock star. Yeah. He just, he didn't seek the, he didn't seek the spotlight. I can remember every, you know, when you would see footage of somebody bumping into Tom Petty and they get him and they go, hey, look who we saw coming down the street is Tom Petty. Man, it, you would think that you bumped into Elvis. I don't mean as far as uh, the notoriety of being Elvis, but just that you just wouldn't expect to see him. And there's this rock star. And and God bless him, and may he rest in peace. But anyway, Florida had a uh, Tom Petty day yesterday, and he went out and lost yeah, to, LS, to LSU, LSU, who really needed a win. Yeah, who really needed. Well, they a- they both needed wins in, in, yeah. in that one. They're both two teams that are that are there, and and people know they recruit the players, and they got new coaches, and so you know, one week that you know you see the signs of them being what they've always been. The next week they go out and play, and you're like, eh. And it's kind of the kind of season that, that LSU and Florida yeah. have kind of had. Yeah, but de- Florida's coach didn't come in with all the with all the pomp and circumstance that you know. Yeah, that that LSU's coach but, did but, and but, all but, that. But he's I think and with he, a bad accent. Too. I, think, I think he's going to do, do a good job down there. Though. Anyway, let's switch gears here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. We're going to have the guy who's on uh, from the Diamond later on in the show, Corey McCartney, talking about kind of a recap of this brave season. But Sam and I want to talk about what we feel right now, what we saw, and I I gave you a little bit of my thoughts on this Braves team despite the the loss yesterday. I'm not I'm not feeling that bad, man. Um, I don't know how how do you as you sit here on this morning knowing they're eliminated. How do you feel about them? Yeah, it, it's a letdown. Um, obviously, you you want to see your team go back to back and and get, at least make it back to the the NLCS. I, I mean, and of, of all ironies, who makes the last out for the Dodgers last night? Freddie Freeman. Yeah, and and, th- and that's what I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to the Dodgers and the Braves. Um, you know, we we dealt with the thing with Freddie Freeman early in the year, all the tears and everybody crying. I was looking to come back and just be in baseball this time. If if that's possible, yeah, that's what I was hoping to see, and we're not going to get to see that this year. Um, so that's the thing. I mean, it, it leaves you feeling a little, little empty, but at the same time, when you got a team that's playing the well as well as they're playing now, you can talk about Strider and Harris played like rookies. It's their first time being in this arena, mm-hmm. and so of all time of the year for them to, you know, play like guys who hadn't been there before. 
they kind of play like guys who ain't been there before. Now, next year, that won't be the case. Um, but, but that's the other thing. You know, you talk about the learning process. And maybe the additions, the midseason additions, um, this year didn't do what the midseason additions did last they year. They absolutely did not. They absolutely you know. did not. And you can also talk about the, 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 the superstars on this team. Okay, so last year, is it fair to say Austin Riley was becoming what we saw this year, last year? Oh, yeah. he, he was there. He was right there on the cusp of being mentioned along with the superstars of this league. But we can all agree that it was Freddie, it was Ronald Acuna, it was Ozzy as far as the superstars on this team. And then you could talk about where Dansby came in and, and other players. But it was those three. Well, you removed one of them from the equation, and the other two weren't healthy. Although they were on the bench, they weren't doing what they did. They weren't doing those little things. And while Acuna was in – the lineup, for me, and I don't know if you agree with this, he he was 75% Acuna. Yeah. He was, if, if that. Um, and, he, and, and, you know, we saw some things in the outfield, and that's the thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we did see a little bit of that yesterday uh, with he and Harris. And, and, you know, first time being in that, like I said, being in, in, in that arena, we were excited for Acuna to be a part of the postseason because he missed it all last that's year. That's what I'm saying. So when we talk about and, being a part of things, he actually, in a way, is and I I don't listen. I'm, there's nothing that he did or didn't do that is the reason why this didn't happen. I'm just saying collectively, that's how I'm looking at it. And I'm looking at this like, okay, y'all pull the chair off from under us this year. We've already got the ring. We know what it takes. The core of this team is going to come back next year. Um, I really want to talk so much about not how they lost Sam, but how much do we put into sitting out during that wild card? That's five days off, man. You can lose your mojo. Yeah, in that I, and, time. I, and I and and I truly believe that that's that that was part of it. Uh, one team taking that long time off while uh, you know Phillies just they're just on a roll. If you had, if you had said they were going to get past St. Louis, I would have said no. That was the team that I was really looking at with the braces. Man, it's just something about the Cardinals in October. Yep, you yeah, know I it's something about them dudes in October. <laughs> man, it doesn't matter what the lineup is. And I was like, we're gonna have to face those guys. And the fact that it was the Phillies. You say, well, okay, there's a little comfort level because of what we've done all season. But they, they came in on a roll. I mean, I was out there for uh, for game two, and we had to wait out the rain delay before things got started. And, you know, to see the Braves go and play some small ball. And that's the other thing that wasn't happening. They, they hit all their runs came on home runs yesterday. But the ball wasn't going out of the park in this series, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the thing of it is, what, what can you do? And that, if there's anything, I would say you didn't go and say, all right, let's go small. You know, we're not getting the big hit. Let, let's let's you know let's slow roll them because that's what the Phillies did to them, you know in the in game one, you know, they barely got the ball out of the infield. Yeah, and beat, beat yeah. the Braves. So I mean that's you know and to me when you when you get to the second season and it's playoff baseball and one run sometimes can win a game, you you you, you got to work that kind of way. This team to me is built. Yeah, they hit a lot of home runs, but this team also has got some speed. This team also has some speed. Right. And, um, you know, we were missing some of that without Albies, and we'll talk about missing Ozzie Albies and, and how much this team really did miss him, um, you know, being a part of it. And your heart goes out to him because he worked so hard to get back from, right. from an injury and then goes out again. Um, so missing him was big. He's someone else with postseason experience that was not there. And let's talk about the possibility of moving forward without Charlie Morton. You see what I mean? Because that's listen. When that happened, I was like, okay, there's there's signs coming. Yeah, yeah. Because there were signs last year that made you believe, hey, this could happen. And there were signs this year, or at least when these guys came back, that. And the same thing happened with the Dodgers. 
You talk about a Padres team that had nothing to lose in their mind and got there and got past um, the Cardinals. I Again, the wild card, that time off. And people are going to re- readdress how they prepare those teams that win the division that now know they're going to have to sit out, even though they're going to have home field advantage. We've seen this year was a blueprint for how maybe to tweak it a little bit if you're that team, the Dodgers, the Braves, you know, that, that are going to be sitting for five days or X amount of days before you get back on the field. Yeah, you can get your lineup, you can get your pitching staff lined up. That's great. But that that edge that you had, the edge that the Braves had to come back and get that division and, and, and jump over the Mets, that just was flushed down the toilet as far as I was concerned. Yeah, yep, it was. It was. And, and that was, that was a, the disappointing part about it. You, you know, you want to see him come back and be fresh. You know, Freed goes out uh, in game one, not the typical Max Freed that we've seen throughout the season. And, you know, that's that was the thing. You were looking for him to come out and really have one of those usual starts. And get you really, and get you off to a strong start, and it, it, it just didn't happen. I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm really not trying to be. I'm just wondering if we should not ask Max to be a fielder anymore. Why? It, it, it seemed like it, then early in the year he come off the mound, made a throw, and then next thing you know, he's you know he's not right, and fell and, and hurt himself. And then of course he had this play in the first one where he he had that error early on coming off the mound. No, no, I don't know. I, you know, I'm just I'm I'm saying don't stop doing. I mean, listen, make the play if you can. But yep. I'm cringing from now on when I see him <laughs> come off the mound. I'm just saying we had two examples this year of him coming off and 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 having some some fielding issues. Yeah, so that's all I'm saying. Well, Greg, we got somebody who wants who, who wants to oh. chat about this thing. We got we got Michael from Decatur that wants to talk a little bit about Braves this morning. Good morning, Michael. Welcome to Sports Radio 929 The Game. Hello. Good morning. Hey, morning, Mike. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, um, I just want to speak on this. Uh, I'm a huge Braves fan. I'm I'm a Latin native, uh, born. I mean, I'm a Braves fan to the day I die, no matter what. I've seen the 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 worst of the worst and the best of the best. Um, I think the guys were physically and mentally beat beat up uh, throughout the long season, trying to catch the mix the whole time. It's not an excuse. It's not a reason. But it's it's just a, it's just a fact of, of nature in sports. When you spend a lot of energy and effort to to uh, catch somebody who's leading you for for a few months, uh, we've seen it before. Like somebody like Grant Bob yesterday, um, nineteen ninety three, same situation, and we lost to the Phillies, and that's eerie. That is eerie. But I bet we do. The thing about it, we do have a present. We do have a future. I like the direction that we're going. We 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 really only missing. A uh, left fielder, left fielder, and possibly a shortstop if they is dance we leave via free agency. But in that, we pretty much set to to make a run, like we like we really haven't been in the last ten or twelve years. I believe you're right, Mike. Appreciate it, Michael. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That's the number if you want to come on, like Michael, and give us your thoughts on you, on the Braves. You, I'm... you know something you mentioned there, Greg, and something that I heard because when I went out to do leaves yesterday, I basically listened to ESPN <laughs> Radio's version. Of okay. the game, yeah. they were talking about how long the season is, and if you play through the World Series, you're playing through November, and in Fe- the second week in February, you're right back in in spring training. You, you, your off season is so short, and that's something else. Why last year, when the Braves won the World Series, you didn't see these guys at anything. They won the World Series, you didn't see them, and people were inviting them to to come to things. You didn't see them because they had just a few weeks. 
to spend with just family, loved ones, and just, you know, heal up and just rest and recover. And, you know, it's the same for everybody, but it may be why we don't see back-to-back champions in baseball. Well, because the season is, is extended so long, your offseason is so short, and, uh, and those type of things. Not making an excuse because it's the same for everybody, but just the reality. Well, it's also the nature of the beast these days. These guys don't hang around here. Now, and I'm going to say this, and, and, and when you think about but it. But even the guys who were from here weren't were, were Well, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 saw, I think I saw Dansby in a couple spots, and that was about it. Freddie was dangling. He was, what was that old phrase from English class? We were a dangling participle. He was, he was hanging out there because we didn't know what was happening. Everybody left, left the stage, meaning, um, you know, all the World Series celebrations and that Daytona drive through the city here, the way, the way they did on the bus, saying the same thing. Sign Freddie, sign Freddie, right? He was the face, and that was the conversation. So we didn't see much of Freddie. But the rest of these guys, for the most part, they split for their, home, their homeland. They, got out, they just left the country. Man, a lot of, you know, they live here during the season, but a lot of them, they just left. And that's another reason why you didn't see them. But I do agree with you. There's something to be said for the length of the season and why we don't see um, back-to-back champs. It wasn't like it was something that was prevalent anyway before that, when they before they added the wild card. But it's, yeah, it, there's a lot of things that, that play into this. I will say this, though, to Michael, the call we had, Sam. Yeah, we could use a left fielder, but I'm not worried about what happens at shortstop. I want Dansby back, absolutely, but this is a business. And sitting behind Dansby, if it don't work out, we got Vaughn Grissom. So I, I'm, I'm feeling good about that infield position. Yes, you want to keep that core together, but we have seen the, the executive offices with the Braves. They will do a business. They will make a business deal when they need to. Yeah, and you but hope. It, 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 you know what though, and it is because it's a hometown guy, and it's neat having three hometown guys on this baseball team. Right. And, uh, and you know, and, and Olsen and Harris and, and, and Swanson, um, guys who put on the jersey, and it means a little something different uh, than everybody else. Yeah, it's a business. Yeah, you're in the major leagues, but, but it's in the hometown. It's, it's a team you grew up following and going to see. Understand, but Dansby ain't going to get a bigger contract than he's going to get on this one. He but can't, true, but true. This is, this is where it, he cashes it, it, in. And if he's got a ring. If he was a minute from getting that ring – That'd be different, but he's got it, and he's, you know, he's, I don't know, married his girlfriend, or they're still just together, but, I mean, you don't know. Maybe he'll give the team the hometown discount, and, you know, we'll keep him here. But we, we do have that luxury of having Vaughn Grissom still sitting there. Uh, we're going to talk more baseball later on in the next hour with Corey McCartney. Remember, you only got us for a couple hours, but we are telling you we are giving you the opportunity. If you want to talk more Braves, you know the number, 404-741-0929. Get into college football. We're going to talk more about that. And coming up, we're going to talk about what's going on locally here. But next, we're going to switch to the NBA. Terrell Thomas is getting up early to talk to us about the upcoming Hawks season. Oh, yeah. And other stuff. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. So the game is over, and the preseason is over. And now it's on to real basketball coming up starting on Wednesday night at State Farm Arena when the Hawks take on the Houston Rockets to open up the 22-23 season. Yep. Yep. Real basketball. (laughs) What we've been watching. (laughs) It had been real basketball we've been watching, but, you know, don't count. 
Yeah, voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman. He's back for another season, man. Hey, we're ready to get going with this Hawks team. We've seen some preseason games. They've been on the other side of the world, and now they're, they're here and they're ready to get started this season. And I can't wait, Greg. Can I ask you a quick question before we bring our guest on here? Yeah, We've been talking about the Braves yeah. and how we feel about this upcoming season, given the talent that they have, given some of the moves they made, even though they didn't get the chip. How can you can you make a correlation between what we feel we're going to see with the Braves next year versus what we talked about at the end of last year's NBA season? Got an acquisition, they got this this backcourt rolling in a way that we haven't seen in a while. And as we approach this season, how are you feeling about them? You feeling pretty good, kind of the same way about the uh, about the Hawks as you do the Braves. Is that an accurate statement in your mind? I believe so. I believe so. I mean, this team, you know, not this past season, but the season before made it to the Eastern, you know, Eastern Conference final, not to the NBA finals or winning the championship like the Braves have, but moving in that direction, a step back last season, but with everybody healthy on board. And that's what excites me about this Hawks team. And I can't wait to see them. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, bring our guests on here because we got to thank him, first of all, for just getting up and being with us because that's what he does, though. He really does. He, he really does. We love him to pieces, man. And, and, and it makes him. And I've been running into him a little bit lately. So, I mean, it's great to, to have him on with us. Terrell Thomas joins us now. Uh, these are urban times, and he keeps up with everything. Yeah, uh, he does. He's our guy when, when talking about the Hawks. Terrell, good morning. Morning, man. Great to have you. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing today? He, he needs some play on music. We got other people to come yeah, on here come like D-Lid. Yeah, we, we got to get you with like an intro song. We got to get you a song. tune, man. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam. You you ready for the season to get started? Oh, I am. You know, even just listening to you a moment ago, uh, you know, give give an introduction on how you feel with the Hawks comparing them to the Braves and the success in which they have. I'm so excited. I'm definitely looking forward to this season. Uh, you know, it's open a week across the league. We get things started on Wednesday. So I'm extremely excited. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We've been watching preseason basketball. And, and a lot of times people say preseason NBA, who watches? Who pays attention? But there's been a lot going on this preseason uh, that's going on, especially with, with our team. They played on the other side of the world. Um, and, and <laughs> they said it more than camel. You really, really? You know what I mean? That, that, I wonder what the camel was thinking. Hey, hey, hey. They got those seven-foot dudes over there jumping on camels. <laughs> Go ahead, man. But, 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 but thoughts about that, you know, we've seen, we've seen this team play some, uh, and now it's time to roll it out. I think this backcourt is very potent, but I'm also watching, you know, the defender that's going to be healthy with this team. If Hunter stays healthy, I think that's a big key for this team. Yeah, I think one, as you mentioned, with our team traveling throughout the preseason, they haven't had a home game uh, at State Farm Arena with them being, of course, uh, in Abu Dhabi and then in Cleveland and then playing their most recent game in Birmingham. But I think that also may have been a great time to, uh, to, for, for the team's relationships to grow, for them to, to bind with there being so many new guys on the roster. Uh, I definitely agree with what you're saying about the, the return of Hunter. I know we'll talk about him throughout the season, but I think he has the potential to have a breakout year and maybe even uh, uh, throughout the year being the most improved player race. Uh, but I, I, I think the backcourt is extremely potent, as you said, and with the addition of Murray, I think defensively we'll see, you know, our, our Hawks uh, – I don't. I don't want to say our Hawks transform into a defensive-minded team, but I think we will see them creep into uh, one of the better defensive teams, not only in the East but across the NBA. So there are a lot of things to look forward to with this season. But I do think, uh, you know, as you began with the question, I think with them traveling so much this year, I think that the bond that they uh, that they were able to form this preseason will be great early in the year as they get things going early. 
That is Terrell Thomas. These Urban Times uh, joining us here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. We, we, we reach out to Terrell for anything having to do with the NBA. We get his knowledge. But, folks, you need to know, you got some property you want to sell, commercial property, this is the man you reach out to, He's Terrell Thomas. Hey, we ain't talking about your little old garage or even if you got a nice one. We're talking commercial property. You got yourself a strip uh, they, mall? They, they, they can bring the garage, too. Oh, they can know? bring they the garage, too? I thought you were all about <laughs> yes, strip sir. malls and things like that. Yes, sir. Yes, Get you yes, some sir. of that no, we, <laughs> Buckhead real estate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, you, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, bonding together with this team. Listen, the second full season of Coach Nate with this team, and my question is this, because we brought this up throughout last season. How long do you think are you going to anticipate chemistry? coming together for this team, given the acquisitions that they have, given the people returning that they have. And and mind you, most of us are going to be keeping our eyes on John Collins because of just his demeanor. And we, you've talked about this. The, the, the guy actually put all that conversation in, that was swirling around him in his back pocket, and he just wants to hoop. But chemistry is the one thing that's going to ascend this team. And, and how long do we wait for it with the, with these guys? I really don't think we'll have to wait long, to be honest with you. As you mentioned, I did the the, the bonding component that, that I think they were able to receive during the preseason, but also throughout the summer. I know we did speak a few times, uh, you know, uh, before the season began a few weeks ago, and Sam and I were, were speaking on the pro-am games and how you know they, that's been beneficial to the team, to, to the NBA, but to this team as well because John. DeJounte and Trey Young had the opportunity to play together, and those gentlemen have already been playing a lot of basketball. I, I do know that. And, and not even just them. Hunter's been in that mix. Uh, Clint Capella's been in that mix. So the, the, the Young Hawks and the new components have been playing a lot of basketball together, and I think that Coach McMillan really has their ear. He spoke on going to go visit Trey Young throughout the summer. Uh, him and DeAndre, uh, excuse me, DeJounte, he spoke on forming a relationship with him and with, with Coach McMillan having a history of being a defensive-minded guard what he, you know, what he foresees with Murray. So I don't think it's going to take too long. I, I, I don't want to tell Hawk fans to be patient, you know, and wait till Christmas because I, I really do think that they'll be able to get a jump start early, especially with them. No disrespect to the their opponents that they'll be facing, but in my opinion, having a softer uh, uh, schedule to begin the season. Yeah, because that was a little bumpy starting out last year, folks. We're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Terrell Thomas. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Um, talk about some guys in the second line with this team that got some contract extensions. They exercised the options, Okongwu and Jalen Johnson, because I, I, we want to see some Jalen Johnson. Do you feel like we're going to get to see a little bit more of him this season? Yes, indeed. I do. I do. I really do. And I feel like, as you said, we do want to see Jalen Johnson. I feel like a lot of the local media here – who may cover the Hawks or cover the, the Hawks G League team, the Skyhawks, they're very familiar uh, with the young man and what he has in store. And I, I think NBA fans will be very surprised on just how skilled and how talented he is. Uh, we didn't get to see a lot of him at Duke, uh, but he was a highly scouted player coming coming out of high school. And I think if we would have seen a lot of, a lot of him at Duke, maybe the Hawks wouldn't have had the opportunity to get him. So I think the, the addition of him into the lineup is going to be key. And as you mentioned, double O. Now, he's a gentleman that we've all spoke on and had high praise for uh, throughout the last season. And the potential for him, I really do still believe, is, is, is endless. And he could, you know, be an all-star. If he, he fixes a few, a few things, uh, some footwork maybe offensively in, in the paint, but defensively I definitely see it. So I think the Hawks did a very smart thing, you know, uh, 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 bringing those guys on or extending them rather. And I think we will see uh, the, 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 how key – 
the addition uh, Jalen Johnson is to that second union. I think we'll see that immediately. All right, I, I want you guys to stay with me. Actually, I like okay. both of your, your opinions on this because last year when we were talking to Terrell, one of the people as we got to the trade deadline is, and I didn't realize the contract situation then, was that you remember us talking about, boy, I'd like to see Draymond Greenland here. You remember us talking about that? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, so cut to what we just experienced and what we saw these last couple weeks. All right, that's Draymond being Draymond. If they want to forgive him out there, that's up to them. But that is, that's an extension of Draymond. Draymond. We're not all that surprised. It's just the fact that TMZ got the footage of it. Having said that, we did see right afterwards, I don't mean a couple weeks, I mean days after that happened, what did Golden State do? They went out and signed Wiggins, four-year contract. They went out and signed the dude who was the recipient of that punch, Jordan Poole, for $140 million. In other words, they're letting everybody know these guys are our future. Draymond, you got one season left on a contract, and you ain't getting the kind of money you used to get. Is it possible that kind of toughness could land in Atlanta and help them get out of the East? That's where I was going with this. Whew. Of course it's possible, and I would say that um, I'm not sure, but I do believe Draymond and Travis have a history. Where I do believe yeah. that Travis uh, Travis Link may have still been on the uh, on the, um, a member of the Warriors when Draymond was first drafted, if I'm not mistaken. So I do believe they have a history. Uh, <laughs> anything is possible at this point. I, I think mean, it'll be, it's next said. year. I mean, it's next year, and he ain't going to command a lot of money, and he's got his four rings. So he'll be kind of on cruise control. But listen, we don't have that kind of knucklehead physical presence on this team. Somebody who's willing that that can but play. But can he keep it out there during games and, 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 not, and not in practice well, with we, his teammates? We, we, we've, we've seen him do it. I'm just you know. saying, next year, and this is what I'm talking about moving forward. So I, it's just a thought I had, and, and again, um, building toward, you know, pieces for this team to, to get over the hump. Anyway, I just want to get well, his thoughts right, on It's kind of like a Rodman effect, but Rodman had some, had some guardrails. He had Jordan and he had, had, uh, had Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? There's so certain, certain things he could play a certain role and act a certain way, but he had some guardrails there. Draymond Green really don't have guardrails out in Golden State. There's nobody that's going to confront him on that team like 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 a Jordan or Phil Jackson would. Point so taken. Just, you know what I mean? That, that to me that's the difference. And which you have to have that here. I don't know. You, we we have to have that here, Terrell. If he comes in here, I think he would automatically be the big the big voice or the big dog in the, you know in in the room. You would have to be that just from his championship experience, not even you know just his demeanor. Uh, so that they would be very interesting, as I, you know, Trey Young is the big dog, and I think you know he's already he, he's he's sharing a bone now with Dejounte. So to, to, <laughs> right. add, to add a you know, you know to add a, somebody as vocal as Draymond, that, that would be interesting. I, well, I, I personally, I think Draymond's going to end up in L.A. or just like surprise his surprise team. I think he could end up back in his hometown state and where he played college ball. I think I think we should look out for the, the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. I, I think for some okay. strange reason, because I do think he, I, the only point that I disagree with you with, I do think he's going to want his money still. I think that but is. But he ain't going to get it. His age and, and what he's done so far. But we listen. We can, we we yeah. We 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 can go back and forth with this. We can go back and forth with this. So yes, I want to bring indeed, you yes, out here, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Sam and I want to switch gears here for a second, and you're welcome to join in on this conversation. Stick with us. But we we lost. Uh, well, not lost. I'm so sorry. We um. Our radars went up this past week when we got the news about Dikembe Mutombo and and how we feel about him and what he's going through right now. And Sam and I wanted to make sure that we spent some time talking about this, mainly because we watched the dude. Yeah. We remember him when he was here. 
and well throughout his whole career. The famous picture of him laying on the floor holding the ball in uh, Denver, Denver yeah. then. Right. But just mm-hmm. his his whole his career in totality, and I say this about just two people. The big man traditionally in this sport were not loved. They were not beloved. But there are two who are absolutely beloved and more so than anybody else that's ever played this game. Shaq being one and Dikembe, I believe, is the other one. You don't see many big men that are embraced and talked about in a way, man, they just love this dude. But he overcame that and became that person. I believe so, too. And just uh, and, and not just that, what he's done is, as far as making Atlanta his home. I mean, we know where his home is, but he's made Atlanta home and it's become a tremendous citizen. Uh, here, I mean, we had with the we were down there with the uh, million pack. Uh, Greg and I we were right. down there, and they were packing up the food to send to people who we need. And the Kim, the Kimbe was there, um, you know, put on a hairnet and <laughs> and then got out there and, <laughs> and help help pack up that food. He's been that type of presence for us, and so we're wishing him all the best, uh, you know, in, in in his recovery, and and we hope we get to see him uh, at some of the games as the season starts, Terrell. Yes, indeed. It, it would always be refreshing because we would see him passing through the media room or, you know, in the hallway as you're going courtside and things of that nature. And then even growing up in Philadelphia, his time with the Sixers, he's just always been such a great presence, not only on the court. We know about his dominance on the court, but my, I, I have the utmost respect for Matumbo for everything he does off the court. And as you mentioned, not just in Atlanta, he's done it in Denver, he's done it in Philadelphia, and he does it over in Africa, of course. Uh, so tremendous man, and uh, same. I'm definitely wishing him speedy recovery and wishing him the best. Guys, would love to see him out there, and love to see him, you know, checking out these these new look hawks courtside. So, yeah. yeah, family is speedy, asked speedy recovery. Family mm-hmm. has asked for privacy during this time when Dikembe uh, begins treatment for brain tumor. Anybody before we get on out here want to attempt to get the whole name? Want to say his entire name? Come on, Terrell. You want to try and get Dikembe? Can you say Dikembe's entire name? Because I know I can't. I don't know his middle name. I, I mean, <laughs> Kembe Mutombo. I, 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 I don't know. Molando uh, Makimba Jean-Jacques Wama Tumbo. I, yeah, excuse me. To the family, I apologize for dissecting the name there. But I'm reading it, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. So, Terrell, this is the first of many visits with you throughout this NBA season. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you do, but also for getting up early and being a part of the show. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. Thanks, man. Uh, gentlemen, always a pleasure. Have a great week. You too. All right, moving into the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to talk more Braves and Major League Baseball. We're going to talk more college football. But uh, Mr. Crenshaw is going to bring you up on what's going on locally. Maybe a little NASCAR talk, too. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.